A beauty therapist is someone that works in a field of skin and beauty. There are just so many fun things that go with this job. I get to experience new products. It's very rewarding to know that you've potentially stop a lot of these sun cancers going any further. It's an industry knowing that you are busy from the time your shift starts to the time you finish. When you're working in salons, there's a lot of scope to make more money in your bonuses. There are so many different avenues you can work within the industry and you can change that every step of the way. So what I learned after COVID was we'll never be out of a business. Welcome to Inside the Real Job with me, your host, Yenfu Chen. Get ready to explore the world of diverse careers while fascinating stories await. We'll delve into the pros and cons while witnessing ever-evolving industries. Join me as we connect with individuals from all walks of life, unveiling their secrets and navigating the dynamic world of work. Let's embark on this journey into the realm of real jobs. Erin. Can you explain what a beauty therapist does and is there different types of beauty therapists in the industry? To me, a beauty therapist is someone that works in a field of skin and beauty, whether that's a salon or a day spa, there's many different options. A beauty therapist can do anything from waxing, manicures, pedicures, tinting, massage and facials but then it can extend into these days more specialized, which is lasers, cosmetic tattooing, injectables, skincare regimes are endless. You just need to look on any social media for that. And yeah, that's the exciting part. You can really find what you love and specialize in any of those or keep it as general beauty, which is what I love to do and 20 odd years ago, I started my own salon called Pure Essence, specializing in traditional beauty, I like to call it, because we cover everything from waxing, manis, pedis, and we specialize in facials because the kind of clientele that I have, we're at all at that age now where we really want to slow down that um, signs of aging. Mm, makes sense. Mm. Okay. And... To become a beauty therapist, what are the paths to do that? It's been over 20 years since I did it and I look into this because I was quite interested to find out how that has changed. When I did, there was a private college just local to where I was. That's a one-year full-time course, four days a week, and then the college would get in clients that you would then do a full day of treatments on them so they would get it as a reduced price so that would be a year full-time course and that can range just under 20 grand for a year private college wow and the other option was TAFE which is I think similar to the private colleges really these days so I don't know how they differ but there is that option and then there's the apprenticeships in beauty, unlike hair, it's very popular in hair. Hair and beauty fall under the same award, and that's how we structure salaries and all that going forward. So for apprenticeships in beauty, it's not as done as it is in hair. So I haven't come across anyone doing an apprenticeship, so I'm not exactly sure how that works. The apprenticeship sounds good, but if you can afford the 
actual TAFE or private college and do it in one year. It's quicker because you get the practical experience anyway, right? Yeah, yeah, to a certain level, yeah. Okay, and you mentioned the award for the industry. So for someone that's coming in, do you know what the salary range is? So if you've done a diploma, whether that be private or TAFE, you go in at the highest level, which is a level six, means you've done a full diploma in beauty therapy. So under the award, the full-time rate is like $28, $29 an hour. And then Saturday is a different rate, obviously. And when you're working in salons, there's a lot of scope to make more money in your bonuses. So you want to do the education to be able to prescribe the right products for your clients, which then benefits you in the long run because generally there will be bonuses on the amount of products you sell. Same with sort of the services. There's generally targets that you need to meet to gain bonuses in that sense as well. You need to really be very professional and educated so that clients want to come back to you because you know what you're talking about. Your education is paramount to be able to keep on top of this forever changing industry. It moves at such a high pace that the product range we have, Dermalogica, within a year they could release five products so the research and development that goes behind these products you got to keep on top of that so that you can then educate the client that this is what your skin needs now by being able to do that in the treatment room they're going to want to come back to you because you know what you're talking about and so then again that then brings it back to you gaining a bonus because one you know your products and two they're going to rebook with you so they're your two avenues of gaining bonuses And then under the award, there are other sort of allowances that you can gain extra dollars onto that hourly salary, like if you're a manager and those kind of things. Yeah, great. That makes sense. Yeah. As you mentioned earlier, as a beauty therapist, you like the fact that you understand the skin itself, not just the products and how products can help different type of skins. Mm. I assume that's very rewarding. Mm. Is there any other things that are very rewarding to you? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, every day is rewarding. You have clients walk in the treatment door and the first thing they do is they all sigh. They're like, oh, this is my happy place. Or you can just tell that their shoulders relax, they relax, and then that's rewarding for me. So it's a bit like a bit of an escape for them. Absolutely. Another rewarding aspect of the job is just seeing before and afters. And that can be a before photo or just even witnessing someone's skin before a treatment. And they will come in with an issue, say it's breakouts or rosacea sensitivity within the skin. And that you can have that conversation while the client's on the bed, see what their true concerns are. And when you can actually see these issues in someone's skin, you know the products and the treatments that can help and that most often won't be after that first treatment. You need to have a series of treatments to be able to get to the root of a lot of these bigger skin issues. And that's what I love. Actually, just before COVID, we invested in a high-grade LED machine which delivers treatments to rectify a lot of these problems. So then at the end of the treatment, you can see just even the start of the change of skin and that's rewarding. That's just on a facial level. I never thought I'd love doing pedicures. Touching people's feet would never have been on my list of things I'd love to do. But to be honest, that is very rewarding because 
people come in and luckily I've got clients with pretty good feet. I don't get a lot of bad ones that they'll come in with shabby polish or the nails are chipped or they've got rough heels. That's easy fix. And so you see what they walk in with. They know what they've, they apologize and you're like, well, it's not too bad. Anyway, the conversations that you get within that hour, one, that's a rewarding part too, because people have that time to release and have deeper conversations and they probably would with a lot of their friends or family because you're in a room where people feel like they can have time to talk and really talk. And I think when you've had clients for 20 years, mm. they feel comfortable. So by the end of that hour doing a pedicure, oh, their toes look amazing. So that's rewarding, just being able to see the before and after in even a pedicure. Yeah, their toes look amazing and they feel lighter because they've yeah. been able to maybe potentially vent something that's yep. bugging them. Yeah, release. Yeah. yeah, excellent. And talking about you know the good stuff, do you have a particular success story that always comes in mind that you know you always reflect and go this is why i like doing what i do uh yeah i guess on different levels there's success stories one of the big ones and this has happened with the girl that works with me as well we've both been able to identify melanomas on clients and being able to send them off to a skin cancer clinic to be confirmed that, yes, they do have melanomas. Mm. And to know that you've been a part of that diagnosis, even if it's not a melanoma, with multiple SCCs, which is a skin cancer as well, that's very rewarding to know that you've potentially stopped a lot of these sun cancers going any further. Yeah, gosh, that feels pretty good. Yeah, that would be. I guess over time, as you know, your clients in... The type of skin they have you're able to identify oh that looks a little bit different mm. you should get that checked absolutely yeah. and that that probably has happened more so in the last five to eight years prior to that probably didn't have the confidence or the knowledge of what these things were having had my skin checked regularly for some years now and having a relationship with my skin cancer doctor and he educates me gives me the confidence that I can then refer my clients onto someone that I have trust in. Yeah. And it's also just someone else telling them, hey, you should probably get that looked at. Yeah. Yeah. I know because one of them, their mum had sort of mentioned it and it wasn't until I kind of had noticed it that they were like, oh, okay, I'll go. And then the mum came in, thank you. I'd been telling her so long about that one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like when you tell your kids to do (laughs) something and then they don't do it until someone else tells them to do it. Yep. That's right. And what does a typical day look like for you? Typical day. Well, for me, walking into a salon is always a nice way to start the day. It looks nice, it feels calm, it smells great, and then you just hit the ground running. It's great, there's always something to do, So, which quite often is a lot of washing and folding. We do that all in-house, so the washing and dryer goes 24-7, it feels like, and that's just part of the job. It's those other things other than the beauty hands-on treatments that is very much a part of the job, and I think... You need to realize going into the industry, it's not just the fluffy fun stuff. It's the washing, the returning of calls and just setting up for days. And when you're working with other staff, you work as a team and really help each other set the day, set their rooms up maybe while one's returning phone calls. And then throughout the day when you're crossing over and if you've set your room up and your staff member is cashing up their client, 
you go in and you start setting up their room so that when they're finished, they can either have a breather or they just go straight into their next client. You've generally booked back to back. And if not, there may be some downtime where you continue washing and folding or have time to do further your education. There's a lot of online stuff. Quite often, it's an industry known that you are busy from the time your shift starts to the time you finish. And when you're new into the business, can be a bit of a shock to the system because you either eat on the go, you generally try and make sure that that is scheduled in within your day, but it can get eaten up by doing the other stuff. Going to the toilet can be hard because if you're in a facial, you just have to hold on until either the end of your treatment. Right. So yeah, then at the end of the day, then tidying up the salon, putting away your tools, returning any phone calls that needs to be done and checking emails. So there's a bit of hands-on treatments and admin. So that's what I love about the day. Every day is different. And that's what, when people say, what's your favorite part of the job? I can never answer it because... Pretty much every aspect of the hands-on stuff I love. And then equally, if I've got the time, the bookwork side of things is quite enjoyable too. Yeah. As you were talking, I felt like there was a couple of challenges there. One of those is you're on your feet all the time. You might miss out lunch. Two, you probably have to grow your bladder to be bigger, (laughs) right? Uh, And earlier you said that there was a lot of product changes every six months and you got to know those products. Are they the key challenges? The new products I wouldn't see as a challenge, but actually I find that part quite rewarding because I love getting new products. I get to experience them and then clients get the rewards of new products. If you're with a good company like Dermalogica, reps come out and go through the products with you. They will give you trials to feel, to use, just gives you the confidence to be able to prescribe them to your clients. And the bonus is that you get to have them on your skin as well. Another challenge within the business, I guess, is their long shifts. You work late nights and you work Saturdays. So after 20 years of being in the business, I've only just now stopped working Saturdays. So that's a long time of only having one day off on a weekend. So you do miss out on that sort of social side or downtime of a weekend. But when you're young, it doesn't matter. You you can sort of absorb that into your weekend and work around it. So if you go in with the mentality of this is what the industry is, late nights and Saturdays, then there's not a problem. Excellent. That's a really good point. And earlier you talked about education as a beauty therapist. Do you have to keep up any accreditations or is it just purely courses that you can attend to keep yourself up to date with the newest therapy or product? Yes, that's correct. There isn't anything that you need to do just to keep your accreditation. But when you choose your specialty, then you can deep dive into any form of training for that. If you just have an interest in something, then you can find a course on that. We've got just Dermalogica in our salon because I love it so much. And their education is always there. They're always changing. They're always adding to it. So if you're in the industry, you can't stop the education because it just is changing so much these days. And you want to be on top of it, if not ahead of it, so that the clients can feel like they're learning from you as well. Great. And final question, why would someone want to become a beauty therapist? 
Well, I don't even know how to answer that because there are just so many fun things that go with this job and rewarding things. I think if you can just find enjoyment in whatever part of beauty you decide to be in, then it's an incredible environment to work in because there are so many different avenues you can work within the industry and you can change that every step of the way. You could do a few years in laser and then decide you want to go back to traditional beauty or you want to just do facials. So there is just so many avenues. And once you've been in the industry for quite a while, you'll know which part you enjoy the most. Great. Thank you. Gotcha. Thanks for joining our session with Erin, where we dived into the beauty therapy world. What stood out to me is the immense reward in making clients feel great, starting from their entrance to the salon till the end of their treatment. We touched on the diverse fields within skincare, highlighting the numerous opportunities, whether working for others in a salon or even owning your own. If you enjoyed this episode, don't miss the next one with Erin, where we delve into her journey and thoughts on the future of the beauty industry. Until then, make today a good news day.